Hello, and welcome to the first podcast in the series Science Fiction Meets Natural History. I'm Dr. Dan Byrne-Smith. I'm a senior lecturer in fine art theory at Chelsea College of Arts, and I'm also currently the Horniman Museum Art, Design and Natural History Fellow. This fellowship is all about looking at the Horniman's natural history collections in different and maybe unexpected ways. My approach to this is to look at the collections through the lens of science fiction. Each of these podcasts will examine a set of relationships between natural history and science fiction. Images relating to this podcast can be found at the corresponding Horniman Museum and Gardens page at medium.com. In this episode, I'm going to be exploring the idea of the fossil. Why fossils? What do they have to do with science fiction? Isn't it a bit strange to talk about these specimens that relate to their distant past to think about a genre of storytelling that we normally associate with things to come? Over the next few episodes, I'm going to think about a number of different relationships between fossils in the Horniman's collections and science fiction. For now, I want to spend a bit of time thinking about what these things are, which I hope will lead to some sense of why I think fossils resonate with science fiction, or in some way are science fictional. Fossils have appeared in many ways in science fiction, from the surreal psychic time travel of Cryptozoic, a wildly uneven novel by Brian Aldiss, to the image of life and memory that the fossil evokes in Nicola Griffith's sublime novel Ammonite. And of course, we can look at something like Michael Crichton's bestseller Jurassic Park. However, I want to think about something quite particular in this podcast, and to think about how we might begin to address this sense of a relationship between fossils and science fiction. To do this, I spoke to the person who takes responsibility for the Horniman's Natural History Collections. I'm Jo Hatton and I'm Keeper of Natural History at the Horniman Museum and Garden. Why are there fossils in the collection? How did geology come to be incorporated into what you do as a natural history collection? So geology collections are a pivotal part of what we now call really natural science collections. So as well as... um, extant species, so specimens of birds and mammals and and, and dried pinned insects and things, fossils, rocks, um, were also very much seen as being part of looking at the whole of of life over deep time, really, over millions of years. So most museums uh, collected material and acquired material that looked at uh, the diversity of life, I guess, across... All of, all of this time and used it for teaching and research and study so that we could explore the evolutionary relationships mainly between the living world and the long past um, prehistoric world. The concept of time, or rather deep time, that Joe mentioned is one of the things that I think connects fossils to science fiction. Deep time is a concept that has been fundamental to science fiction, and that is obviously even more fundamental to geology. The emergence of this idea is something that we generally associate with the 18th century geologist James Hutton. 
It allows for an understanding of the age of the Earth based on observing the evidence of the processes that have formed it. Geology became a way to look back into the incomprehensible abyss of the past, and the 19th century saw a growing understanding of fossils as the evidence of now extinct creatures that lived in this unimaginably distant past. Deep time transformed the Western or European idea of the past, but also helped to open up the idea of the future. Now, although I believe that science fiction isn't really about the future, the future is certainly an important concept in a lot of science fiction. Science fiction reconfigures ideas of time, feeding them back into the rest of culture. You can look back to 1895 and the publication of one of the most formative and influential works of science fiction. I'm talking about The Time Machine by H.G. Wells. Wells's Time Traveller explores different eras of distant futurity. The book itself is partly a response to the book's News from Nowhere by William Morris and Edward Bellamy's Looking Backwards. However, Mary Shelley got there before all of them. The Last Man was published in 1826. It is a post-apocalyptic novel set in the late 21st century, published almost 200 years ago. But this idea of the future as radically different from the present is something that seems like it could only really have come about in Western societies during the period of industrial modernity. Imagine living in a place like England before the changes brought about in the late 18th century. Chances are your life and the world around you would probably be pretty similar to the life of your grandparents and their parents before them. Kings and queens would change. There'd be wars and revolts, plague and famine. There may be changes or turbulent events, but fundamentally, things as you understood them would probably stay relatively static. The idea that in 50 or 100 years, things would be different generally wouldn't be on your mind. Let's jump to the mid or late 19th century. Many people living in the rapidly industrialized West would be astonished by the things happening in their own lifetime. The detail of your life, your job, where you lived, worked, all these things will be different from the, the life of your grandparents. The idea that things may be different in the time of your grandchildren looks likely. You then might start wondering what things would be like for your grandchildren. Would it be better or worse? So the fossil, together with the concept of deep time, of distant pasts, and this idea of the future as it is understood today, really emerge in the 19th century. Our encounters with fossils, like our encounters with science fiction, have the potential not only to fascinate, but to disturb, to break the spell of the present as unconnected to history, and perhaps to motivate us to consider the future. <laughs>